0: What's up guys, Andrew here. Welcome to another episode. This episode, we cover Logitech's Play. I also want to say, stay tapped in with us on the Discord, thealliancediscord.com. Once again, that's thealliancediscord.com. But this episode was great. We talked about all the announcements from the Play presentation. Enjoy. So Aaron, we're, we're hanging out with uh, Miss Prinny. I'm here with y'all, and I'm just excited, man. Um, I definitely want to talk about all the stuff we saw at Lodgy Play, uh, share our reactions. I watched everything uh, from the 12 o'clock mark Eastern to, to now. I think they're just showing some videos, and they have a short break going on right now. But uh, but let's talk about it. I think um, I'll start with Miss Prinny, and then we'll go to, to Aaron in terms of um, the quick impressions of the show, and then we'll dive into – you know, separate uh, items that we actually saw. So, Miss Rennie, um, you can uh, go first.
1: Give me a second. Let me just go into the other room.
0: Sure, sure, yeah. But so, Logitech showed a whole bunch of stuff today. Uh, one of the things that I really appreciate about Logitech is they're always on the cutting edge of innovation. So, the fact that we're able to see, you know, this presentation covering, you know, a headset, the earbuds, a microphone. You have lighting a racing seat uh, situation with a uh, play seat, the Herman Miller gaming chair. Uh, and we also have the handheld. Uh, so there's a lot to share uh, in regards to impressions. So, um, so yeah, Miss bringing Whenever you're ready, let's see what's going on here. So I'm going to Aaron. What's up, man? What, what, uh, what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, this is amazing, man. I, I had no idea they were going to show this many <laughs> different uh gadgets for us to collect here and uh a lot of it was really content creator focused which what i thought was pretty surprising to me
0: yeah for sure man for sure i um so now did you know about the presentation before before we talked about it or like what were you what were you looking into uh this week
2: yeah, I think I had heard a little bit about it, but I wasn't even—I <laughs> wasn't sure if I was going to watch it though, because it was kind of early. So I was like, "Oh, I'll just catch the highlights." But uh, I'm glad you shot me a message because I was like, when I realized you sent something, I was like, "Oh, he—he he knows that something big is happening." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. so So no, I just wanted to make sure that you caught it because. I know there's a lot of thing in that a lot of stuff in that presentation where uh, even with uh, the microphone, even if we were to just invest in a microphone aspect of it, that would drastically improve our stream based on the technology that they added uh, with uh, the Blue uh, Sona. So, so I think that um, there's a lot to be excited for when it comes to what Logitech is doing. And uh, Miss Brandy, if you're if you're available, just interject at any point. Um, but I think there's a lot to uh, be excited for
1: of course i'm sorry i had to find my quiet space um no i was excited i was excited at the products i am a total tech junkie so when i see new products and especially as i've just seen apples unveiling so this one was just like oh my gosh new toys so i was like super excited especially for the headsets i am a lover of headsets that is my thing so when they came out with the two That I wasn't anticipating seeing because I didn't know until you told me yesterday that they were doing this. Um, It was nice to see. And I actually liked the way that they presented it also. So it was very nicely done. For me, it was anyway. I liked it. I actually enjoyed watching.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting with that. I'll share my thoughts uh, after Aaron in regards to the presentation. Aaron, quick impressions of the overall show?
2: Yeah, I was really impressed with the new microphone and I'm I'm interested in the lighting system as well. That that looks kind of clean and minimalist and you know, probably they they did mention that it wasn't going to like burn your eyes out while you're, you know, live streaming all day. So that's that's definitely a plus. And of course, the the cloud gaming apparatus looks super awesome.
0: Yeah, I I really enjoyed everything that that I saw and I think for me when I'm looking at um, what Logitech is continuing to strive for, not only excellence, but um, innovation. I'm really excited for even this conversation here where we're talking into, you know, phone microphones and, and some of us, you know, microphones that are not necessarily built into the phone, but we find a way to connect it to uh, our, our setup. Now that they're introducing this Blue Sona um xlr microphone, I'm excited about that to see what it would do for me uh, when I'm recording either um on uh, Twitter spaces or even here uh, so I'm excited about that so overall impressions of the show, I think it was good. The presentation for me was mm, I don't know if I was like you know um I, I think we need a little bit more camera moves, you know, like uh a little camera switching. the audience was uh, a little lackluster and but I, I do understand that it is a presentation, so you know it. I should just accept that part. But I think that um, all of the announcements uh, made up for that. So, uh, Mia, what's up? How are you?
3: I'm great. How are you
1: guys?
0: Good. Okay, we're good. We just uh, finished watching Logitech announce some new products for uh, creators and and content creators uh, all over. The world. So, so I'm excited about that. Okay. So, uh, first thing, I guess we can cover it in, in somewhat of an order. Um, so I want to cover, uh, the Lytra beam first, but I know we'll jump around based on excitements of the show. I don't want to be too stringent with uh, the lineup itself. So, uh, Lytra beam, I'll definitely touch on that. Um, and I think that with the different angles that you're going to be able to do with that, that's amazing for, um, the content creator. It is a premium LED. Uh, streaming light uh, with TrueSoft technology. I think it's about to retail for uh, $100. All right. So that's uh, the first thing that they showed. Uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, floors open.
2: $100 is actually like a really competitive price point in the uh, lighting arena because we know Elgato has numerous solutions. You know, they got the key light, key light air, and stuff like that. And I've got two of the airs, which are the uh, desk, or they sort of have a stand, and I guess, you know, the ideal place is to, like, put them on your desk, whereas the other ones come with mounts and stuff. This one just comes with a stand. So, I mean, I was very excited to see something that's more of a light bar, and the fact you could do it horizontal or vertical, and, you know, it just kind of fits into your setup. It doesn't really, like, tower above you or or take up a lot of desk space. It's It's something that's easily mounted and and then forgotten about and then of course it's got all your your settings from brightness to the actual color of the light if you want something you know cooler and white or if you want something more like warmer and kind of yellowish a a more natural light very important stuff there so I'm, i'm actually super hyped about that and that might be my first purchase out of uh out of the bundle that they've revealed today
0: Okay, sweet. So uh, I definitely want to jump around uh, with the actual presentation. So Ms. Prenny, what did you like uh, from the presentation? And then we'll cover uh, those things uh, with specs. I think I should have specs uh, lined up for, uh, depending on what you mentioned, because the A30 uh, is definitely one of them and the true wireless earbuds. Um, let's see if we can pull up some specs and pricing for that. So Ms. Prenny, what did you like from the show?
1: My main thing is the headset. I love the A30. I am in awe of the 830. And I'm I'm not sure if it's just because now it is very interchangeable. It's very personal. It has a lot more features than I expected it to have. And (laughs) I'm a lover for listening. So that just amplifies my listening experience full stop. I'm all for it. And that's what it seems like it's going to actually do for me. So I'm more excited for the headset than I was for anything else. I love the lighter beam because it's going to take away the use of my selfie light, which I currently use. Um, so that would be pretty cool. But like I said, the headset for me was really key, key element. Those in the G-fids, I definitely would love to try the g fits. So that's going to be in on my purchase list, most definitely.
0: For sure. So, so this headset Astro uh, A30 is gonna uh, MSRP is two hundred and twenty nine dollars. Uh, PC, uh, PlayStation Five, Mac, Xbox Series X, and S, right? And it comes in white or black uh, for the finishing. And a couple of things that they mentioned: twenty seven hours of of battery life, um, the custom tags you're gonna be able to do as well, a light speed technology and a low latency for for the wireless, um, and the form factor for the A30 has always been one that um, has been really, really good over the years. So I know later on they ended up introducing uh, the A10 and A20, but uh, before I go on on a super rant, I just want to hear Aaron's thoughts on the A30, and then I'll come back to that.
2: Yeah, I have the, the older sort of PS4 PC version, and I, I think it's one of the most comfortable headsets that I've ever owned. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for this, this newer edition here that's, that's going to have cross support. You know, they're not going to force you to buy, okay, here's the Xbox version. Here's the PlayStation PC version. You know, oh, you want it for Switch? Well, you, that's a whole separate $200 investment. So, yeah, the fact that it sort of has this, this cross play idea as a headset is a really big deal. And uh, it's coming with all these different uh, wireless options that you have. You've got different cables and, you know, of course, the option to, to take the mic off if you just want to have like a listening experience, you know, want to hook it up to your phone and jam out to some tunes. Um, very excited about the integration with the, with the G-Mobile app and able to configure some presets there as well to get the sound experience you want. I'm I'm very excited about that. I think I might get this.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I definitely want to just uh, ask Mia, you know, in terms of, of gaming, are you looking at anything in the gaming space? Uh, Mia, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, this Logitech play that's a place earlier today, this presentation was streamed on Twitch at 12 Eastern, and uh, it should be archived uh, for the individuals who are going to watch it uh, again and again. So I definitely want to go back cuz I want to see uh certain aspects of the presentation especially towards the end, but Mia, I just want to hear your thoughts about gaming. Are you following anything in the gaming uh, space uh, as a whole?
3: I'm not. However, my daughter, she's 12 and she wants to be a gamer. Like she's all into Fortnite and all these other games. And this is something that she she's looking to be. So I need to start getting in, listening, learning about the different products, just so I can help
0: her out and follow her dreams. Absolutely. So what I'll do is I'll send over uh, the link to the presentation for you, and even the the page uh, on Logitech's uh, website where they're showcasing all the new products. Uh, so you have that uh, for. Um, you know for your your reference uh, for sure so this uh, logitech I've been um, affiliated with them for a while now for a few years and one of the things that I've noticed is every year um, they've done some improvement for the content creator space right and I think that when a company is doing that and especially the representation a- as well for logitech is um, pretty diverse I think that's one of the things that we uh, appreciate from them as well and how they support every creator uh, that uh, comes on their platform or uses their products. So, so I'm definitely excited about that. So, yeah, so this headset here, uh, it does have the ability to be adjusted via the the app. Uh, so there is that as well. Uh, custom tags, which we mentioned uh, in the box, you get the transmitter. Uh, so there's dual mics. There's one built in and there's one that you can remove. It also comes with the case. And these are some of the things that you can expect, uh, from, uh, from Logitech. So the other thing, uh, from Astro, the other thing I want to mention in this, um, part as well is, uh, when we were touching on the A10 and the A20, the, those came later, right? And the A38s was the first, in my experience, wireless, uh, solution that was Bluetooth that, uh, Astro introduced in their lineup. Okay, so now we have the A30 uh, with all the different things that you're going to be able to do with it. I'm excited for that. So, uh, Ms. Prinny, you mentioned uh, after that uh, the earbuds. So we could talk about those things. You know, this doesn't have to be like a long-winded thing uh, for the reactions, but the earbuds, another uh, advancement and in innovation and technology. Uh, Ms. Prinny, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I love earbuds in general. Um I'm an Apple kid, so i I automatically have you know my Apple wireless on so when I seen these, it was kind of like, "Oh, something different, something new. What are they gonna do that my apples can't and that's what I like to see. I always like to you know go one step up and see what another product can give me, but like I said, looking at what the eight thirty was offering. I'm excited to see what the GFITs can then offer as a listening experience for me. So I wanna, I think I was just excited and I think I just got sucked in <laughs> into watching it. I was like, ooh, definitely good. And I think it's the fact that it's lightning wireless. And so they shouldn't be, it should be very smooth with the transitioning. There shouldn't be really any glitching. It should go for a very smooth playback in audio, which is technically what I'm looking for as always.
0: Absolutely. So I'm sorry.
1: No, that's my main thing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So 229, uh, that's the MSRP, true wireless gaming earbuds, and it features the Lightspeed uh, technology. Um, So Aaron, man, what's up? What'd you think when you saw this? Were you expecting this?
2: No, I was not expecting them to go into the earbuds. I I just, I assumed we'd be seeing like a new headset, but yeah, the fact that they're trying to take earbuds and try to innovate on that as well and and approach it from sort of like a, a high level, you know, pro gaming type experience where it's like, you know, every sound matters, when you're playing a battle royale or something like Apex Legends, you know you need to hear footsteps, you need to hear people reloading their guns, you know stuff like that, and you need to be able to pinpoint directions and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it seems like all these options that they're offering and, and the Bluetooth connection, um, it, it seems like they're really trying to get in there and compete and innovate in a space where maybe others aren't quite as active. I, I can't really think of another. Earbud that's like gaming influenced, and wanting to focus on like super low latency. Like obviously, Apple kind of has the market cornered because you know you buy a new phone, those earbuds are in the box with you, and and it's it's really hard to ditch them. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. So the I definitely appreciate
0: the the light form molding technology. So when you first uh, take the headset the earbuds out, uh, you're able to mold it to your ear and it takes just 60 seconds to do that, right? And even that alone is going to change the game for a lot of individuals because um, one of the things that I remember hearing in the presentation is that uh, because all ears are different, even your left and right ear, that's why one earbud will stay in sometimes and one won't, right? So the fact that they're molding uh, the the, this thing is going to mold to your ear. I think it's amazing. So you're not going to have any challenges, um, you know, keeping it in your ear. So that, so, so price points, do you think, um, do you think these price points are just right? Like what, what are your thoughts? We'll go Miss Prenny and then
1: Aaron. I think they're straight on the mark for what they do. It's cross platform. And us as gamers and consumer users, we would literally go out and buy one for each of our consoles, each one of our platforms. So when you combine it, it is a super, super cheap deal, I would look at it as. I don't look at it as being expensive or too extortionate, I look at it as being right on the mark. And especially if the performance outweighs the price, then I have no complaints. Absolutely no complaints with the price. Aaron, what are you thinking?
2: I have to agree. I mean, I think they're right on the mark. I think the whole cross-play idea is groundbreaking and essential. And, you know, stuff like the Lytra Beam being competitively priced at ninety nine, ninety nine, And, you know, their G502 mouse has always been... A really high-end, competitively priced mouse as well. Even even this cloud device here that that's going to be a gaming handheld, coming in at two ninety-nine if you pre-order on their site, or like three forty-nine if you do elsewhere. Um, that that's you know you're competing with the Nintendo Switch that is in a similar price point, and then you're also undercutting the Steam Deck here. Or at least some of the more expensive models, you know, because obviously with the Steam Deck, you're you're thinking about what's in the in- internal hardware and how much hard drive space there is, and so you're having to to look at the different versions of that to buy. But everything looks very well priced, even the microphone, uh, which which looks competitive to all the other high end microphones that we're always constantly gawking over. Um, it seems like Logitech is really coming into the space with blue and, and just kicking the door in. And then the last thing I would say is uh, even the pro racing wheel, uh, the True Force, and it's coming in at like $1,000. That that may seem expensive, but they are I, – I don't even think of anyone else when I think of racing wheels or hands-on throttle and stick uh, for the flight simulators and you know space shooter-type uh, games. I mean, Logitech really dominates in that space and they make very high quality hardware. And the fact that they had Lando there, uh, an F1 racer, to sit in and say, oh, hey, I do this for real. And by the way, I sit here and use the Logitech wheels to practice in my free time. You know, I just hop in a simulator because, you know, it's expensive to refuel F1 cars and and do Mm. a practice lap around the track. You can't you can't just do that whenever you want, you know, that costs money that takes time and resources and you're wearing out your tire treads and stuff like that. So very competitive price there for the wheel. And even the, the seat that they advertised with it and the adjustable pedals and, and the fact that you'll be able to adjust that whole rig. If, you know, you're in a shared household, you know, you got family members that are different heights and weights and stuff and, and they want to get in there and race. So. Yeah, I think everything's really well priced, and I'm I'm very impressed.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to to go back to a place where I paid for products, right? And I think that's a um, a very very you know privileged place that I'm in right now, right? So I, I don't remember um, when I paid for something that was like super expensive. So when I'm looking at the prices, I'm like, mm, I mean, it's doable. But um, not necessarily when you're talking about you know the mic being what 350, right? Yeah, you know, I four. Yeah, so so for me, I'm trying to like go back to the when I had nothing, right? <laughs> so I think that's a good place to start. And I'm looking at, uh, like you said, the racing wheel is about you know $1,000 dollars. You know, the fits are 230. Two and I think that if you save or you get it for Christmas or you know if you celebrate Christmas, right, all those things, then it's not as bad. But uh, I do think that for individuals coming into the space, even the handheld, which we'll talk about um, before we wrap, I'm sure um, that's three hundred dollars, right? Just about three hundred dollars. So, so I think uh, I do. Well, I do agree. It's um, it's priced uh, to. Right. For people to purchase them. I do think it's not everybody are they're going to be able to jump in to some of these products because of where they're priced. So um, there are other solutions on the market, though, that are way more expensive. So when you look at, you know, the Steam Deck. So I think the lowest price is what, 500 Or, or is it what's what's the price point for the Steam Deck, the lowest one, Aaron?
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of that right now, but I was I I had the, the $500 like the most expensive one pre-ordered, right? Um, so it's a few hundred dollars, right? Yeah, it's up there,
0: it's up there. So so yes, you could put your your five dollars down and then go from there, but these products are still, you know, somewhat out of reach for certain gamers, right? I'm not I'm not saying all gamers, but for certain gamers. So I do agree that they are you know, strategically priced, but for certain gamers, they may be priced out. So, uh, but we'll see. I mean, if you save, you know, your 25 every week or whatever that, you know, regimen is going to be for uh, some individuals, you can get to a place where you buy that awesome mic or mouse, right? Cause they talked about the G502 at the beginning. Um, also, which is one of the best, um, did they say best selling? I don't remember the wording that they use. So I don't want to take that out of context, but it's one of the most popular ones that they have on on their, um, you know, in their lineup for sure. So, so that's uh, some thoughts on on pricing. So, I definitely want to touch with uh, touch place with uh, uh, Mia uh, for a second. So, when you're thinking about you know pricing, Mia, for things that you may consider buying for for your daughter. What's the budget that you're setting aside to support, you know, her dreams?
3: So this for this year, I'll probably do probably like two hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars, no more than. $500. Okay.
0: Okay. I mean, I think I think that's decent. You know, um, no more than five hundred. There's a lot that you can do there. You know, for for that price point, and even even from the mic standpoint to. Uh, mouse and keyboard or anything like that there's a lot that you can do especially if she's going to be creating content on the PC platform um if that's the choice that she decides to make with that um there's also the consoles which start about 299 i think the Xbox Series S is about uh 300 which is um you know that's the price you know for for most of these things at this point the handhelds are a little bit more expensive as we share it and then the mouse most most mice tend to be eighty to hundred and twenty dollars right so I think it all depends on on what um she wants and what she's gonna you know uh focus on as she's building her rig or you know buying consoles and things like that so so those are some of the things on the pricing stuff uh we did see uh some stuff um so the microphone right so let's talk about that right so so i'm I love microphones. So I definitely want to hear your thoughts, Ms. Prenny, and then we'll go to Aaron.
1: The microphones, I thought were pretty cool. I'm not a big lover of talking, as you well know. But um, no, the mics were pretty intense. And that would be definitely something that my daughter would love to get hold of. So it kind of opened my eyes to the possibilities of what they do if that makes sense. I've never really had to look through a presentation like that of the microphones. So it was very interesting for me to see it from that point of view. So I was looking at it from a mother's point of view, like Mia today, which was nice and I kind of enjoyed it. It would actually make me go out and buy her one.
0: For sure. Uh, So Aaron blue Sona. It's, um, I know we love mics, man. So, what are you thinking about that?
2: Yeah, I I was very curious once they revealed that, and I thought I don't really need a mic because I I still have the Audio Technica uh, twenty thirty five that I bought a couple of years ago, and it's you know the sound quality is is really great off that. Um, but every time a a new mic drops, uh, you do definitely get curious and this one's not really at a, be- at a very approachable price point but it is kind of at that point where it's it's past the level of quality and it's you know it's clearly in this top tier you know a lot of the big content creators were seen revealing this during the video um at uh, at their showcase here so i mean it's already got the the big endorsements by all your celebrity streamers and you know it's got the shock mount to to cancel out the, uh, you know, the click clacking of your keyboard, which, you know, sometimes rattles your desk, which, you know, your mic is probably going to be mounted to. So, you know, it's cutting off on a lot of stuff like that, as well as focusing in on your voice seems like a good thing uh, for a high-end mic like this um, to be canceling out, you know, other interruptions and stuff like that, not picking up your your keyboard and your video games or, or your mom yelling at you to, you know, do the laundry or something. Uh, (laughs) but yes, it's not at a very affordable price point. And I think you and I would recommend a bunch of other mics, you know, for someone that's just entering the space, Mm -hmm. uh, to probably start with something different. But, you know, if you're at this level of quality where you have this money to spend and, you know, you're trying to deliver a high quality stream, I think this mic is going to be perfect for you. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So uh, it says most dynamic
0: mics require you to purchase an external mic booster so your signal can be strong enough for your stream or podcast. Uh, Blue Sona features clear amp technology inside that delivers strong plus 25 dB additional gain for exceptional sound quality. No additional mic boosters needed. So I thought that was cool. Um having that uh feature there and there's also the mic presence and the low cut that you can adjust on a mic itself, uh dual diaphragm, mic capsules, internal shock mount, uh supercardioid uh pattern uh for for those who will be speaking into the microphone. So yeah, I think it's um yeah, we talked about the pricing, right? 349, pretty high uh for, for many. Um, it's doable in, um, you know, installments, depending on, you know, who's um, building up for that particular stream or that particular stream setup. This mic, once you get it, it'll probably be a mic that you'll have for a very long, very long time. Right. Because you're not going to make that many adjustments once you get a mic with this quality. Same thing if you were to get a Shure SM7B, uh, same thing it would be for uh, MV7, same thing would be for a pod mic, same thing would be for any mic like that, including the Q9U, right? So these are some of the mics that uh, I enjoy um, their performance. You know, they've been tried, tested and true. And we're looking forward to seeing what this mic is going to do uh, in the near future. Uh, This is Blue Sona. So uh, anything else that caught your attention Uh, during the presentation? I know we have a couple of things. We have the chair, which they didn't really show anything about the chair, the racing wheel and pedals, uh, play seat. We talked about the earbuds. We'll definitely talk about the handheld. I think I want to wrap with that. But uh, anything else uh, with the? Okay, so we had the Emote Maker from Streamlabs. Um, anything that we want to touch on? Oh, we'll go with Miss Brinya and then Erin.
1: No, I'm just excited for the handheld.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. It really
1: caught my attention. I was like, "Ooh, interesting." Okay.
0: Absolutely. I like,
1: I like this. So yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for you.
0: Ready? You ready to talk about the handheld? Okay, so let's do. Um, <laughs> OK, so let's do so. Herman Miller, uh, they announced a chair, I believe, in 2019 uh, in collaboration with uh, Logitech. So uh, that has done well. Uh, so they're announcing a new one coming out soon. So I'll just do the the news bits on this. Right. October 6, 2022 is a new chair that's going to be Herman Miller uh, X uh, Logitech G. So there's that. Uh, Aaron, you did mention earlier that the racing wheel was about a thousand dollars. And then you had the play seat, which is the adjustment, the seat that you can put the uh, racing wheel on with the pedals, uh, fully adjustable, uh, quick adjustable on that. So uh, I'll ask you, Aaron, any thoughts on that? And then we'll jump into uh, the handheld itself.
2: Yeah, I was oddly intrigued by the, the pedal setup and how you were able to, to remove pedals, even remove the, the actual pedal itself and potentially customize that if you're like a real racing gearhead um, being able to adjust the heights of the pedals, you know, stuff like that, really important for, you know, people with different size feet. And they also mentioned accessibility settings, which I think is a big win. Uh, the fact that if you don't have the use of your feet, you know, you can use some of the paddles on the steering wheel, uh, to control the brake and gas, you know, and of course, everything is often, uh, you can map all those buttons differently as well. So, you know, making it accessible for a lot of people is a, a great idea on that point. The Herman Miller chair, I, I would love a chance to, like, take that for a test drive.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, – what's interesting about the chair is that every everything that I've seen when they originally announced it – so the chair comes pre-assembled, right? So – Every, every individual that I've heard talk about the Herman Miller, Miller chair, once you sit in it, you know, you, you're not going back to any other chairs. So Herman Miller, by way of, you know, their, you know, awesome reputation for building great furniture, you know, that's, I, I guess it goes hand in hand with a company like Logitech G doing, you know, the things that they're doing. But I've, I have yet to hear anything that is negative when it comes to either Herman Miller products. Whether it's attached to a gaming uh company or their chairs in general, so yeah, I definitely agree with you if um the time comes when I can get that, that would be interesting to to talk about as well. So I think it's uh fifteen hundred I think the collaboration with Logitech G for the Herman Miller Chair that's out now, I think was about at least a thousand dollars that you're that you're paying for that so uh, again, you know, with the pricing, it may be out for most individuals. They'll probably lend to, you know, maybe some, you know, Amazon Choice or you know other type of solution for a chair. Maybe uh, a furniture company that does amazing chairs that may support gaming stuff. So you may do that. Uh, but in terms of a uh, pricing for a chair like Herman Miller, you're you're gonna pay five hundred plus dollars, right? You're gonna pay above that. So so there's that. Um, And last but not least, I I know we want to talk about the Logitech handheld. I've been sitting on this announcement for a while. You know, I, I, Aaron, I wanted to tell you, but I, you know, I, (laughs) I, you know, say like I can't because, you know, I won't sleep well, especially with the NDA stuff. And I don't want, you know, like it's so I just want you to know that, you know, I wanted to tell you, man, but that's why I was like, just watch the thing today. I, I i just move your schedule around so you could see it, so I'm glad that you uh you took the time to check it out so we'll do um we'll do Miss Prinny let's talk about the larger play handheld and I think we'll we'll go to Aaron from there and we'll share some remarks and then we'll we'll begin wrapping up
1: What is there not to say about it it is an awesome piece of machinery. When I seen it, I was super, super excited. Obviously it's another handheld game. We definitely needed one on the market. Um, but I think for me, I think the only downfall about this is you constantly have to be connected to Wi Fi. And that was the only downfall for me when I was actually doing like my reading on it and stuff and looking it up. Other than that, perfect little machine it is something that i could have freely on my travels take it everywhere i want and i can immerse myself in true game in my hand and i don't have to use my phone or use one of my phones so i will be excited when this actually finally drops next month and i cannot wait because i will be ignoring everybody I'm telling you now so apologies in advance but you guys won't be seeing me for a couple of weeks while i'm in my game but no i'm definitely excited for even the graphic cards that's going to be put into these things there it was an amazing like i said presentation really got me and if that was to just sell the product it sold to me i'm really looking forward to getting it so i can't wait
0: Aaron, I uh, will go with you, and then I'll, I'll do some specs and, and share my thoughts um, after you.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this one too. And the lowest end version of the Steam Deck is coming in at four hundred dollars, so they are undercutting a uh, Steam Deck quite uh, sufficiently here. And the highest end Steam Deck, which is the one I pre ordered, is a six fifty for the. Mm for the 512 gigabyte SSD, you know, exclusive carrying case, all that stuff. Whereas the low end one is a a 64 gigabyte, um, but it's not an SSD, but yeah, uh, looking at what Logitech has presented here, you know, something with sufficient battery life, um, the always connected part does have me worried as well, um, because it is a cloud device, I, I guess that means you can't really just, like, download a game or play it offline or anything. They're really sort of emphasizing the fact that, you know, you're just basically going to be streaming these games through a, a Wi-Fi connection or something. And uh eh, that's a little concerning because, you know, certain parts of the country don't have really good Internet service. And you really do have to have... uh High speeds, solid connections um, for lag-free gaming. If you think you're going to play like some Apex Legends or, or Destiny 2 or something on this, you know, you're know you not going to want any sort of latency when you're in a multiplayer match or anything like that. Um, the other exciting thing was the Google Play Store being included. Uh, they, they haven't left out a, a single gaming hub here. From this device, uh, they they've got the Epic Game Store, they got the NVIDIA um, GeForce Now, they've got X, Xbox, of course. So I mean, if you're Game Pass, you got X Cloud, you got all that stuff, along with Steam and Epic Games. I mean, you're you're pretty set as far as gaming goes. I mean, this could be your all-in-one device, and I think at that price point, it it might even be something that someone like Mia would be looking forward to, either. You know, for kids or for self, um, a lot of parents might be eyeing this as well as you know the Nintendo Switch as a as a competitive option. Hmm. So, um, so now we have
0: um, we have some interesting players now, right? So we have the Steam Deck, which which has been out for a little bit, right? Switch really uh, took um, you know took the the jump. Lead for having a console hybrid within with a handheld to cover both markets, not only right, US, but um, the eastern market as well, right? So, I think that was uh, amazing to watch them do that. And you know, individuals are like, Well, how is this going to work? You know, does anybody really care about you know, handheld devices still? And we've seen uh, Nintendo do a lot of handheld devices prior to doing the the Nintendo Switch, you know, that performed extremely well. And uh, here we are with the Steam Deck on the market. And we also have now this um, cloud gaming device by by Logitech. I think it's fantastic. I I do agree with the the Wi-Fi, you know, just having it be very local uh, to play it, that that could be um, a challenge for some individuals. But at the same time, I think that uh, when I look at everything that it's offering and in line with subscription models as well, right? So you have to have the subscription models to play some of those things, uh, which we realize as we're navigating, you know, not only gaming, but other spaces, subscription models are not going to go away. So that's the other thing too. So not only you're gonna be paying for the device, you're going to be paying for the subscription to access, you know, different things. And any thoughts on that, Aaron? Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, they got us, man. Uh, you can't, you can't cancel uh, Xbox Game Pass now. Uh, <laughs> right. Each of these subscription services are just becoming interwoven with all of our devices, and and they're becoming ever essential. And you know, there's there's really. I, as far as I've seen there's really no reason to cancel some of these services I mean Xbox just keeps rolling in different titles they're acquiring more studios um, the possibilities of x cloud you know enhancing certain games and allowing you to push the limits of of graphics and how many items are on screen uh, further is is just going to get more ridiculous as as we grow but now seeing it uh, put into a device and, and utilizing this in that form. Uh, the fact that you can access xCloud from your PC, your mobile device, um, from this Logitech device, and, and then also people have been doing it through the Steam Deck as well. Uh, it's a very competitive uh, space out here, and so you're not seeing that going anywhere, Um i I am a little concerned as well. this is another thing that's kind of recent is that Steam deck actually opened up uh the ability to replace the internal parts right like mm-hmm. if you're you get stick drift or you know you end up up upgrading the hard drive or something at some point they've they've opened up the ability to to ship your steam deck to them if you're having issues or you know say you drop it and crack the screen or something you you want to replace it if it's not. Covered by your warranty, then you know they said you can pay for repairs direct from them. Uh, so I'm curious if Logitech will have something in place, or if they already do. Uh, maybe they've thought that through. But yeah, that's been the other concern with a lot of handhelds has been uh, stick drift hits, and then you've you've got a three four hundred dollar brick in your hands.
0: Yeah, for sure. So Valve is partnering with uh, iFixit to sell. Uh, Steam Deck replacement parts. Um, that news came, and I believe around February, uh, mid February twenty twenty two. Uh, so you are going to have the ability uh, to do that, as you just mentioned. And you are right. Looking forward to seeing if Logitech is going to implement uh, either a self care uh, type of kit or or something um, else. I just want to mention some specs on the on the LogiPlay handheld device, and we can do final remarks. Uh, So one of the things that uh, I want to add into the conversation, especially for the replay, is uh, Steam Link, right? We talked about that a little bit. Uh, Cloud Gaming, Xbox, uh, Game Pass. Uh, It is an Android device, right? And some individuals had some concerns about that. Remote Play, uh, GeForce Now. It is a 1080p, uh, 60 hertz uh, seven inch screen. So I wanted to, uh, definitely mention that as well. And it is on sale right now on a website, uh, for two ninety nine. retail is $349. Okay. And, uh, that's where we are with it. And it is, um, I think it only comes in, uh, the, um, the off white or I think that's the only color selection right now. Right. I don't think they've, um, shared anything other than that. Uh, fast charge. What did they say? 2.5 hours, right? You'll get to a full charge um, as fast as 2.5 hours to charge it. And uh, these are the thoughts on it. I think it's great. I do want it. It's a better price point for me uh, for a handheld device. Uh, I think that, uh, well, I know that I was priced out for uh, the Steam Deck for now, uh, but uh, I do, I am excited for Uh, this cloud device by Logitech. Um, Any final remarks? We'll do, uh, Miss Brittany, and then we'll go ahead.
1: No, I'm just excited for when it drops and I will be indulging and I can't wait. Definitely in my head sides and maybe in my light and I will let you guys know how I get on with it once I have them. (laughs) I can't wait. Absolutely. um, I am excited for when the the line actually drives officially as I'm in the UK. So it'd be nice to see the buzz that it creates over here too when it actually comes out. So I'm just waiting for that. Be exciting.
2: Absolutely. We'll go Aaron and then we'll go Mia. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely keen to see uh, what you think of all these gadgets, Miss perney Um, I, I, I think I'm probably sold on the, on the cloud gaming handheld, um, and the fact that it's coming out like just in October, like we're we're almost done with September here. So I mean, it, the fact that it's coming out that rapidly, and of course Andrew here knowing that it's been in the works for a while, uh, appreciate you looking out for us here and uh, pulling us together for this. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm sold on this handheld, and you know, if I'm able to get a Steam Deck at a later date, I've I've got it pre-ordered, so whenever they Shoot that message out, I might pick that up as well. But I mean, this, I don't know, this might be the alternative that makes me uh, cancel that Steam Deck pre order again. But I, I think the key distinguished uh, feature here is going to be the the online thing, which, you know, with, I, I think that still leaves a little bit of wiggle room for the Steam Deck to be a valid part of my, you know, travel setup would be uh, just the fact that I could play it on the plane or you know, waiting somewhere where there's no Wi-Fi, you know, various places, vacation spots, you know, whatever it might be. Um, I'm excited. I think they revealed a lot of great things, a lot of different price points, some some accessible, some not. Um, but I think if you're an up-and-coming content creator or you're a streamer and you have um, some of the funds or or the ability to to maybe fundraise for these objects here – I think you can't go wrong with adding any of these Logitech products to your setup.
0: I love that, man. Uh, great points. Uh, Mia, any thoughts?
3: I just want to thank you for holding this space. Um, and especially since it's something that I've been kind of, I'm supposed to be looking into, but I haven't looked into it just because I know, I know nothing about it. So I really appreciate you holding this space and it's just making me get on um get on with my research and like, the, is that kick in the butt that I need um, just so I can help her along, as, you know, to fulfill
0: her dreams. So thank you. No, you're welcome. I'll send you the information for sure right after uh, this conversation. So uh, there's some things that we didn't really touch on. I think it's um, it was more software related, but uh, I want to mention it here The emote maker by Streamlabs, labs, uh, collab cam. They mentioned that join each other's streams very seamlessly within the app. Uh, We talked about the Herman Miller chair. We talked about the actual mic, blue sauna. We talked about the light, uh, Lytra beam, right? The racing wheel we touched on, which is about $1,000. The play seat, which is a seat for the racing wheel and the pedal. Uh, The earbuds, which are the G-Fits custom molding. That's October for U.S. and Canada. And I believe um, maybe a few months later uh, for around the world, the A30 headsets got our attention as well as the Logi Play Handheld coming in at three hundred and forty nine dollars, which is currently on sale uh, for two ninety nine. So yeah, so this has been a great conversation. I appreciate all of you for uh, coming in and hanging out, Miss Prinny, Aaron, and Mia. Thank you for uh, being here for the conversation as well. I definitely want to do more of these, Aaron. So uh, be on the lookout. Uh, this is the season where a lot of gaming stuff is coming up uh, for. For gamers and content creators as a whole, there's some stuff that came into my inbox recently for October, first week of October. So I'll be sharing that um, with you, Aaron, uh, Miss um very, very soon uh, once I get the clear to share the stuff that's happening in gaming. Um, and I'll just say peripherals. OK, so that's the only thing I could uh, I could share about it. Uh, that's going to be October and uh, that's all I have. Uh, if you haven't, please make sure you follow the club, follow uh, the speakers and those uh, in the room. You may have a incredible content creator uh, next to you. Uh, Niley will be with me in Twitter spaces at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be talking about her journey in content creation, uh, social media, marketing and things of that nature. Uh, so shout outs to Niley uh, Cyrus. So uh, that's all I have for today. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, this room and hope you enjoyed listening and until next
1: time take care